God bless everybody. This is Countering the Culture Podcast. This is our sixth episode, and the uh, topic is hindering the faith. Um, our, fear is, our topic is fear. And uh, before we start off, we just want to start with a word of prayer. So, Brother Josh, you want to start Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, we're about to start this podcast, Father. We pray, Father God, that we are led by your Holy Spirit. Give us words to speak to these people, Father God, and let people's lives be changed through this podcast. We give you thanks for everything you do in our lives and all that you have done, Father God. We praise you for everything that you accomplished in our lives, Father God. We praise you and we give you thanks in the name of Jesus we say. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. So let's kick it off, guys. Um, I know we the topic is uh, hindering the faith, and what we're going to talk about today is fear. So, um, Brother Josh, if you want to start us off with a question. Uh, I remember I asked uh, Marky, can you look up <laughs> what was uh, fear? What is the definition of fear? So um, for when we looked up the definition of fear, we got an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous or unlikely or a likely threat. Okay. All right. And uh, I said, well, who or what can cause fear in our lives? So, uh, so who or what can cause fear in our lives? Um, I would say, you know, my answer to that is um, Satan. Satan can cause causes fear, and um, you know just by putting things into our mind and, and making us believe things that aren't so, and uh, that that are not truthful. But you know sometimes we can believe those things, and it causes us to be fearful of things. And for for me personally, that can that can um, be be bad because it can cause me to stumble, you know, and it can cause me to turn away. I turn to, to uh, you know, like wickedness and, and other things to, you know, so that way um, I don't have to deal with the, the fear. So I'm, I'm putting, you know, alcohol or whatever it is. It, I know people have different things that they turn to. As or a substitute. Yeah, as a substitute, you know, you're kind of blocking out that fear. I think, honestly, um, well, for me, I was thinking, well, because right now I was thinking about like what if I should ask if we could do use this in a worldly standpoint. But when when I thought about back when when Pastor was speaking this morning and he uses he was talking about how the devil, how Satan uses, how he uses a substance, how he cannot make something out of nothing. And so God, um, Satan uses things that are in our lives to tempt us and to continue drive fear people to drive fear in our lives. Like some of us, we have um, fear of. Or we don't have fear anymore because we know that God is king and he's the only one that can, uh, that can, has dominion over us and has authority over us. But um, when we were in the world, we had a lot of fear of like certain people or certain things that would allow our lives to, uh, to be uh, dictated by what they did or how they, um, how they acted or whatever. But that was only Satan controlling them or, allow, or um, Satan using them to, um, to drive fear into our lives. Yeah, I know that we say like, you know, like we don't fear anything, but like in this in the series, like hindering the faith, something that causes us like a fear that can cause us to stumble and like to maybe backslide. And I don't know if Brother Josh or Brother Mark, if which whatever one you guys want to go, um, is there a fear that will, can cause you to stumble? Can hinder your walk? Like my, myself personally? Yeah. Um, 
because the like the series right now of, of today is the hindering the faith. Right. So, um, as far as that, um, I know we can say no. Yeah. But it's until you're in that situation. Yeah. It's easy that, to say no. Yeah. It's easy to say no now, but when you're in the situation of which you begin to fear because it comes upon you and it's just like a spirit it's a spirit that comes upon you it's a spirit of fear and that's why the bible tells us not to fear and it says uh in second timothy um you know chapter one verse seven it says he gives us not a spirit of fear and it talks about um you know that how we should be um but no i can't say it's something that that i know of that would cause me to fear that would might stum make me stumble uh if anything probably uh i would fear to um not do God's will, okay. and that's the thing I think that keeps me aligned, because I wanted to honor God and I want to respect God. Yeah, and then um, I think it's like it's hard, you know, to to um, you know. I, I would say for me, like something is like um, just being disobedient towards God. You know, that's a fear of mine. Like, and at, at times, you know, you can. You can be in certain seasons where you know you're. Um, well, I have been where I'm discouraged, and you know I, I let like you said, the devil has you know he 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 can he can't take nothing he can't make something out of nothing so we kind of give him that authority, in a sense where we 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 give him that authority to, to dictate our lives and and put things in our our mind so I think, you know uh, when I'm discouraged I I'm. I'm I'm actually really giving that power to to him not not really knowing and you know just being a disobedient and not following God's will and the things that he has planned for my life you know I want to do it my way instead of doing it God's way and I think that for me that's that's my fear if I could um, answer the question but um so I kind of can go with off both of them um a lot of times whenever I'm thinking about like how who I can relate to relate to in the Bible I always try and relate to, to Jonah, but not more recently. I'm relating to Jonah, but back in, um, in my earlier years as a Christian, I related a lot to Jonah because the fear of change. Like, I, I always feared where God would take me or where I, where I, where I was being led to. And it's, it's, like, it's like you don't know where God's trying to take you or where, um, where you're going unless God tells you, but he only tells you in the time when it's, when it's right and everything. You have to trust God to know where, um, where he's taking you, but... It's and kind of hard like to like where he's gonna take you. You know, it, it's it's good. Like good comes yeah. out of where he's gonna take you. But on your way there, like there's gonna be a yeah. lot of trials, yeah. doubt, and trials. Yeah. And it becomes hard to because I think that we want things we want things right away. We want it quick and we want it our way. And when we don't get our way, it's it, I think it's natural for us to feel um, fearful and you know um, we start to panic and um, paranoid and you know what's gonna happen next. What are yeah. we gonna do? How are we gonna get this? How are we gonna get this done? And you know, it's it's only natural for us to fear. Yeah, and that scripture that I was saying, it's in Second uh, Timothy, chapter seven, it says, "For God has given uh, not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and a sound mind." Yeah, and that's Yeah, and it's it's when you have Christ in your life, is when you become, I would say not completely fearless, but I would say, yeah, fearless actually you should be. Because now you're not afraid of death. Death no longer has like a, a, a bond over you no more. So it's like you're free from everything and you're trusting in the Lord. 
No matter what happens, it's all according to God's and, plan. And I shouldn't say natural to be fearful. I should say like we, we get in our flesh. You yeah. Know, because of that verse. So God doesn't make us to have fear. Yeah. So And like we were talking about earlier, how it's it's not devil that um that causes that can make things come in our lives out of nowhere, out of nothing. It can make something in our lives come from nowhere. But it's the people that we surround ourselves with, what we allow in our lives that can allow Satan to uh, to pick and choose and to be able to, to move around our lives, which causes us into um, either fear or different um, temptations, and things that hinder the faith. I don't think it's just, um, just like, I, I get what you're saying, like, you're, you're right in that sense, but like, there can be people out there just doing, you know, wishing it's evil and, and witchcraft on that. So like, I believe like, even though we don't probably don't even know it, like we have to, so we have to consistently, constantly be like in prayer, in prayer. And, yeah. and the word because we don't, we don't know what's out there, you know? That's why the word of God says put on the whole armor of God. And yeah. that's daily, you wanna do that. Every morning you wanna do that. You're putting on the protective shield of God upon your life. Um, and then I was gonna say, so what if fear grabbed a hold upon a Christian in their life, what could fear drive them to as a Christian if for if they had you know fear upon their life? Um, I would go back to disobedience. You know, like I said, like when you're fearful, you start to panic and you start to do things that are not of God's will. So you start to do, um, you start to you know. Think on, on yeah, yeah, think on you, you want to think on you want to act on your own on impulse you want to do all these crazy things to you know um, have it your way and um, can you read the question again uh, so what could fear lead to in a Christian's life that grabs a hold of them I mean it could it could lead to death spiritually like it could lead you so far the other way yeah just like yeah. fear Explain yeah, that. because you start to be disobedient, and you get out of the will of God, and and you do things in the flesh, like you you literally lose it all. Yeah, and also Pastor talked about this too today. He was talking about he explained a story about um how he was chased by a dog, and he was he jumped and eventually jumped over a gate, but the gate the dog went around the gate because the gate was not closed. It was in a it was in a secure yeah, gate. The other side of the so door. he made an irrational decision out of fear which that can sometimes cause us to do when the devil tries and entice us and gets us in, in a hold where we're already afraid. And then when we begin to um, to allow things in our lives and, yeah. and circumstance, and then we begin, begin to get driven away from God, and then we begin to turn away from God based off the uh, things that uh, fear, that, that started with fear. Yeah, and I think that, you know, it's like, like when, we, when we're fearful, like you said, we make irrational decisions. So like, um, you know, like we we leave our jobs or um, something else, you know, for example. But you know, and then once you once you move on and you find out that it's it's not actually what you really wanted, and you know, um, you start to regret it, you know. But I think that's it goes hand in hand. You know, you make irrational decisions. I think just like the pastor is speaking about Elisha, that's like talking about that, and she spoke the word. To him, like through the messenger to him, that fear grabbed a hold of him, and it, it just seems like if that happens, you go into a survival mode. And his first reaction was to run away, yeah. instead of actually going to God, like we should, for every yeah. decision of our lives. You know, he kind of went to like 
I gotta watch out for myself. I'm about to get killed. So he just panics. Yeah. And it almost goes into like yourself goes into like a survival mode. And it's like <laughs> your flesh takes over and it's like this just right there before he had a spiritual victory, you know, he they uh just had um the fire fall down from heaven and he had that victory and all the prophets of Baal were killed and that was like a spiritual um, victory right there because all his demons basically at that sense in the spiritual warfare lost that round and God prevailed with Elisha and now like after receiving that word from a uh, basically a, a woman that was being used by Satan spoken a word that came to him and that just like brought him back to his fleshly self so so like now that we explained that like um, that question on but how how does fear impact um, the disbeliever like the person in the world um, how does it impact them by watching by watching the the Christian you know kind of fold under that I'd say that actually would bring like um, discouragement yeah. or that's even disbelief that it's totally real yeah because they don't believe your God is that powerful, powerful. yeah and it's, this, and it's just our our faith actually is what uh, it's according to our faith is what God is able to do in our lives. And and I believe that like if they believe or not, I I, I always I feel like they they watch you no matter what. Yeah. So like they're they're watching you to see because they're they're they're, they're they're looking everything. for something. They want something because they're craving something, but they're getting everything from the world. Just like the Bible says, we are the light of the world. Yeah, exactly. And we're, we are placed on top of a hill that we can be seen by everybody. Yeah. We're not placed underneath like a, a covered or something like that, but we're being shown into the world. So the world is watching us, our every move, as a Christian, because, and as we stay silent as Christians, like I feel many are doing nowadays, not speaking up against the things that are going on, um, then, you know, look at coronavirus, these things start to put fear upon the people. What do you hear nothing about? Just nothing but fear upon the news. Nothing is ever good actually on the news. The good news is fear that they are spreading. And so people, and in that moment, they start to surrender those rights of, you know, what they have. And as Christians, we have the right to speak against those things that come like in our lives, like the fear of, you know, this virus and such forth. Um, it is very real, but we also have the power and the authority that the Word of God says to speak against those things. And it says that we can tread upon uh, serpents and scorpions and such forth. Jesus Christ had given us that power, and he gave it to his apostles. And we have the authority to go against those things. So, like, speaking of, speaking of the virus, like, how do you think us as Christians um, should handle that? Because cause obviously you see how the world is, they're fearful of the virus and I, I like I understand but how do you how do you how would you take it uh, I believe that you still have to uh, go according to being protected uh, protecting yourself the right way you know this thing is real that is true um, there is something that is going on killing people um, so that there is ways of protecting yourself God would always speak to the children of Israel before something would come to, against them and either it was either a word of warning or something that would happen to them and so the Lord always would try to um, help his people and it was either that we listen and learn and do according to what God has said usually through our messengers with the preachers uh, the pastors of the church and just like our pastor is saying you know wear a mask throughout the service sanitize keep your distance that's this precautions it's not that we are fearing of the virus because we believe God is going to take care of this it's just that we have to always still also be cautious because yeah, we, to be wise we are still capable of dying yeah we all have a day that we are going to die in our lives. Not only that, but 
like God gives us wisdom, you know, so like exactly. we have to be careful. We can't just sit here and, and you know, come across everybody and interact with everybody without, you know, safety and yeah. it, you know, like you said, people are dying out there. Exactly. I, I think the fear of putting people like just in our church alone, we've seen how what fear did it drove them so far away from God. A tremendous tremendous pullback yeah. of, of the congregation. I mean, not to talk of course not to talk bad about it anybody, but you just see that what the fear did to people mm -hmm. and like now people won't even come to church but but also in a sense they a lot of people have got that fear of God you know so now they know and now you see a lot of people coming into the church you know because they know like this is nothing to to play around with you know this is this is not a game like it's life and death yeah you know so you choose like at the end of the day do you want to do you want to burn in hell I hate to put it that way but like it's the truth or do you want to go to heaven you know Yes. I, th I think like, well, kind of a question for you guys. Um, whenever like all the, the churches shut down, our church shut down yeah. for like the very first time when everything was going down. I know we had a prayer, like a prayer kind of night after service on Wednesday, but um, after all that happened, um, how did it like, where did your faith go from there? Cause I know a lot of people like, not a lot of people, but some people, they, they depend on their church. They're uh, their pastors and giving them the word and everything and and when we're not interacting and fellowshiping and everything um also you talked about a um uh survival mode whenever you put yourself in a survival mode out of fear and everything uh another question is um is your survival mode involve uh, god hold on to that one let's answer this one first because i'll say actually i think for us we actually started i think getting in contact with one another more yeah. And we were starting to actually pray more, reading the word more, and getting connected and making sure actually we were talking to each other because everybody I think was at home for a while. Yeah. You know? And um and we're all wondering, is the church gonna be open? Is the church gonna be open? What's going on? What's our this pastor saying? What's that pastor saying? Are we gonna be open or I know what's I, going on? I know for me like it was uh, at the beginning it was I was like scared because like I, I depend on like to be here in the house and to like fellowship with everybody. And like for me when that when that kinda got taken away it was more like like my flesh was like, Okay, I got a break, I can do what I want. You know, I can I, I have a free pass to do whatever I want. But like that's that was my fear, you know, like that that's why I was so fearful because I was basically like, Okay, like I can I can I can turn my back now, you know. And no one know, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I have a little more time. So that that's why because because of the fellowship. So, but then we started getting in contact with each other, and it, it didn't last. It didn't last long. So, so yeah. we got to we got to be able to get back in touch with each other. Eventually, we we're holding service outside. Yeah. And so it turned out. I think. Uh, well, for me, it was kind of like it was one of those times as a personal. I know we still stayed in contact and. We were sending like messages or things that we read in the Bible back and forth and everything. But um, for me, it was a time where I, I knew that I wasn't I wasn't depending on the service every Sunday. I had to get my actual feet in and actually begin to read the word more and and trust God more as a relationship. As it's not me and the congregation, then the church, then God, but it's me and God that I have to uh, be able to uh, read my Bible and stay connected. Be I, not because. I'm afraid of what coronavirus is gonna bring, but because I know that that my my relationship 
is not going to be ran through the church. It's going to be ran straight to straight to God. Brother Josh, I don't know if you have any other questions on that. Well, I'll say actually, with along with that, still, um, uh, also what our family did, you know, according to the Word of God, when uh, the children of Israel had um, when those plagues were hitting Egypt, uh, immediately our family, what we did, we said we anointed our uh, our frames of our doors, just like the children of Israel did when the spirit of death passed by. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what happened. You know, people were being killed, and that whoever didn't have that upon their doorsteps and stuff. The spirit of death would go and kill the firstborn. Um, that's not the same exact thing that's going on with this virus, but you know that's immediately what our family did. Uh, several other church members that we knew uh, prior f- from our church here, um, that's what they um, they had done as well. And I had told my friend, and they've done the same thing. And um, you know, the Lord I I know is that, as far as I know from all of us that have done that, so either we haven't had the virus or we've gone through it, but yet the Lord's protected us that everybody's okay. You know, so it's, it's protection that, you know, the Lord's going to see you through it and you're going to be coming out fine. Because those plagues and everything still came upon Egypt, but it really didn't touch the children of Israel. Those things kind of mainly hit everything else. Um, and then um, I was going to say, so one more other question I had was, uh, what does the Bible tell us about fear? Like how to handle fear? So this is Isaiah 41:10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So I mean, for you know what that says to me is, you know, no matter no matter what we're going through, what it is in our life, you know, like God is always there with us. You exactly. know, no matter if we don't think that He's there next to us. Like, how many times have we come out of things that we never thought that we would be out of, you know? Yeah. We're, we're in situations and we think it's the end of the world or this is not going our way or, you know, what, whatever the case is, God has always seen you through no matter what. So. Just for me, like, um, I was reading in Mark 16, chapter 15, it says, And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. For me, sticking with fear is just like, you know, I've never really been anywhere except like California. I never travel and I have a fear of like flying, like especially when it comes to other countries, like I have a fear. And um, I mean, when, when God calls me and he tells me, cause it says in the word, you know, go to every nation, like all the nations that preach the gospel to every creature. It didn't say stay in your hometown. It didn't say stay in a certain state. It says go everywhere, and then and my fear is is doing that, and and I have to have a lot of work, you know, for let God work in my life. So then, when He does call me for that, when it's time to go, that I don't question it. It's a yes. Yeah, and I think I mean that's a good example because today, Brother Josh, you know, we were in in service and we were as we were ushering people in. I mean. I had a family member that came up and said, all right, I have this wrong with me. Do you guys, or he didn't even see, he first he asked if we did prayer requests. Of yeah. course, you know, like every yeah. Friday, Sister D leads prayer, prayer night. And it was like, I don't know, I felt like, um, like everything told me to just pass it on. Like, like just pass it, you know, I'll let, I'll let Sister D, you know, put in the prayer request. But then, you know, like, 
the Spirit of God was just like tugging on me, like, no, like he's 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 asking for it now, you know, like he needs it now. So then, like I I grabbed you and we prayed together for him. Yeah. And you know, like I don't know if you heard, and then a little like after worship, about ten minutes after worship, Pastor was preaching and like he he said as you were praying, you, you mentioned a, a verse and he he mentioned the same verse and I felt like man, I was in the back and I was just like. Man, like that's that's so confirmation. Two, two or three of us together. Yeah, and, and it was yeah. like confirmation. Like, man, like, like just like I, I had that fear. Like, you know, like I just wanted to pass it on, but like God, like no, like now, you know, like you have to do it now. Yeah, be obedient. Yeah, yeah and obedient. one thing is that um, what I strongly believe is that when people ask prayer, do right then and there. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I feel like sometimes things come in our mind too much that we get so caught up in our day. We forget about that person, and we were saying, yes, we will pray for you. So that's like one time, I think, when Nico had called us in the middle of the night, and, or he texted us, and I, I just got up off my bed and immediately just prayed. Because I was thinking, well, if I pray in the morning, what's, you know, the time, yeah. it could have passed. So, you know, something, something, something could have happened before the time I had woken up. And I remember hearing about a, a woman that she was uh, praying for people, and she had the, the, um, the gift of healing upon people's lives and from, because of the Lord. And um, she was uh, at home baking a cake or something, and uh, the Lord had told her to go to the hospital and to pray for that person. And um, she said, okay, afterwards, you know, I'm done with the cake and everything. So she, she did the cake and such forth, got to the hospital, the man was dead. And the Lord, you know, it was on her because the Lord had told her to go and do it then, not, you know, later. And, and that's the thing, like, because prayer is powerful. Exactly. So, like, you can't, you can't doubt. You got to have faith that your prayer will work. So yeah. like if you would have just been like I'm going back to sleep I'll pray in the morning you know like, yeah no no, no. <laughs> but like who knows like your your prayer could have saved that whatever the situation was I think yeah. it was about my mom yeah so I think like that your prayer could have saved yeah life or something yeah yeah, like, yeah it definitely you have to have faith because there's a, all prayer the Lord you know praying with your heart is the meaningful part because when you do it without your heart you know the Lord's not gonna hear it because obviously it's just words that are just falling to the ground and I think it's just like that fear of not being obedient is, yeah. is, I mean, you know, we're here, you know, we're serving God and and when something hits and, and it gets tough, are we gonna be obedient? Yeah, and it's, it's hard, and like I was saying, you know, another time uh, my mom had gotten very sick, I don't know what, but it was years, years ago. And um, immediately when, you know, I found out she got sick, I got home, um, I went and made her a tea and everything and uh, nobody was around me and I prayed to the Lord. I said, Lord, heal her of this whatever the sickness is, I don't know what it is or what she might be going through. So, and the other thing is that as Christians that we don't normally, some Christians that I'll say don't do is exercise prayer, exercise your faith in God and see that, you know, how that these things will work. Yeah. But it's just because we put aside prayer and that's the, that's our connection with God that we don't receive our healing. We don't receive yeah. our, our blessing. We don't receive the things that we want in our hearts and we wonder why is it we go to church why is it uh when we pray nothing happens well are you ultimately praying and staying connected with god are you asking the lord from your heart for those things and see stop and you don't want to stop praying because the bible says to pray without ceasing so you got to keep on asking just like we're talking to your cousin i was like no i said don't ever feel like you know like you're just bothering god yeah i said don't ever feel like that i said because you know what it's the it's the um you gotta keep on asking the Lord for your petition. You keep it bringing it come uh, daily, yeah. 
um, just until you receive that, that. Then you can also praise the Lord afterwards and continue praying because sometimes people, when they receive their blessing, they intend to stop praying. And that's something I think is hard because then it becomes the blessing, blinds, uh, you came blinded because of the blessing and you didn't, you were really focusing on the Lord. Amen. Um, I guess I have any questions. Do you have another question, Brother Josh? Um, uh, I have something to add. Um, okay. Kind of like going back and I, th I don't know if it was a question, but like, how, like what can it do what, um, like hindering the faith like how can the fear hinder you and I would say like if God were to call us to do something now like go to this other country and, and spread the word um, and we, it's a stumbling block for us and we fear and actually don't do it and we turn away from God like you like I was telling it came up in youth like if when we don't when we're not obedient to God we can literally lose it all like just going away from his will, you know, and getting back into that flesh, we could lose everything. Yeah. And that's something that as a stumbling block for us, because I don't know yet, like I could say all day, oh, when God calls me, I'm gonna say yes, you know, I could say that all day, but until he calls me to do it, and that's in the back of my head, like it's a fear for me, but will I be obedient? And Because yeah. you're not, I mean, like, like you said, like, like if God's calling you to another country or or state or whatever it is, like you're leaving your job, you're leaving your family, you're, you're leaving, leaving everything you know, everything yeah, everything you know for something that you've you somewhere you've never been, um, something you know you've probably never done, and that's just like having um, you know Abraham having the faith <laughs> to go out and leave his family and all that he had and go out and see. Um, the land and, and go out and have become a nation that God is calling him ultimately to become and it's and it's a moment in, in our lives that we are being tested and God's going to see if we're going to see it through yeah. and it's our ultimate choice to say yes or no if whether we're going to take that step of faith yeah, yeah the step of faith you know, <laughs> step of faith um, but I'll say also uh, what could fear ultimately lead to a sickness or actual like a physical state like of a problem in our lives yeah. um i don't so I really know how to answer that one. Oh, okay uh, i have, have yeah, yeah i would yeah. say because a lot of people will sometimes if normally if, if outside of being christian because uh being christian being christ-like we're supposed to have a, a spirit of you know victory uh strength in, in the lord because the lord gives us that strength the joy um, not a spirit of fear. So outside of being Christian, people that might grow fear because of someone threatening to kill them or uh, because of uh, certain things might be coming in their life um, that, you know, let's say to, uh, so many debt that it causes fear of I might lose my house and it causes anxiety, it causes stress, it causes, you know, physical problems in the long run, but we see it as it's just, you know, whatever you know fear just comes and goes but actually it could lead to a physical state of you know permanent like so you can actually probably uh stress so much that you start losing hair or you stress so much that what is it called uh think that when the your face a piece of it uh, no it comes like um paralyzed or you have a stroke yeah or other stuff like that so yeah the actually fear can cause physical problems in your life 
And that's why the Bible says not to fear and to trust in the Lord in all the things that we do. I, I think, uh, you know, kind of a question that I don't know if you guys want to add anything else, but like a question that, to close off, like, how do we, how do we overcome fear? How do we come, overcome fear as, as Christians? I think the uh, main thing is to raise up a standard like the word of the Lord says, you know, the Lord is, the word of the Lord is a standard. And as a Christian, we are to stand it's upon. the standard. Yeah, it's the standard. And it's to, we have to stand upon the word of God. And, you know, um, there was a time that I was praying openly in my house long ago, um, way, way, way long time ago. But I remember um, that when I was praying in that room and it was three o'clock in the morning or so, but I was praying for something and it was really strong. I remember that. Um, I remember hearing um, voices around me. Nobody was up at that time. And I felt like the room was shaking and it was so dark in that room. Like it was like Satan and his demons were trying to cause Fear upon yeah disruption in my prayer life, and I stood up and just started speaking the word of God, and I said I don't have the spirit of fear, and I just stood up and with so much uh, uh, how do I say it um, authority yeah authority in my words that I I didn't fear at all and like you realized like you, you came bold yeah and in boldness in the word of God and not being prideful but yet you know where you yeah. stand in God and because you have that authority that Satan and his demons ultimately have to bow down and become the Come down to your feet because yes, we are kings and queens upon this earth. That's what the Bible says, and we have the authority to call, uh, you know, things to be loose upon this earth or to things to be, you know, bound upon this earth. Actually, Word of God says that as well. So that's why when it says in two or three again in my name that you know, there I am in their midst. So the Lord's going to do things that we ask of Him as long as we come in agreement or if we stand upon His word, which is the authority that we are given. I mean for. For me, like how to overcome the fear as a Christian is prayer. Prayer and being in the word because that's the truth. You know, his word is the truth and um, prayer like you said is being having communication with God. Um, and you know having fellowship with your brothers and sisters or your pastor. Yeah. You know, because it's one thing to go and and fellowship with people in the world, but that's really not gonna get you anywhere because it's just gonna <laughs> cause more fear. Yeah, because they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna offer you things of the world. They're gonna offer yeah. you, um, you know, like I said, things of this world, and and your pastor or your brothers or sisters will offer you a word of encouragement, you know, to keep going and, and not be fearful. I think no. the main thing is prayer, reading, and fasting. Prayer, reading, and fasting. Prayer because prayer is number one because you have to have the ultimate connection with the Lord. Second would be uh, reading the word because reading the word gets the word inside of your mind. And you're able to use the scriptures of authority that you can have against those things that are causing fear in your life. And fasting because you're breaking down your physical being and becoming more walking in the flesh. I mean, more walking in the spirit of God. And that's what the Bible says, to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. And those three things will allow you. Exactly. Your daily walk or whatever you're going through where you may be be having a fear moment where Satan's trying to drive fear or whatever that you can come against it really fast or quicker because you're allowing God to uh, to use you and to uh, to do when you do those things it allows God to um, to have His way. Yeah. Amen. His. I mean, I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to add or add on to that. Uh, not really. Um, so kind of to go back to my my question. Um, 
how we were talking about the coronavirus and everything, and Brother Josh talked about a, uh, a survival moment, and uh, and in that time was when the coronavirus and everything happened, were we in a survival moment where we where we were trusting on our own strength, or were we in trusting on God's strength in that time? Yeah, I think that a lot of us um, were trusting our and our own strength in a sense, like we were we were doing things that we thought can stop the virus or um, what did this doctor say? What did this doctor say? And yeah, like, they, you know, they went to school and they have wisdom, but um, like, they can say all these things, you know, but God has, God has the last answer. God he is the answer. Yeah. So like, like for me, I was, I went straight to like, oh, well, what's, what's on the news? You know, how many, how many deaths, this and that, or is it that serious? What is this doctor saying? This doctor what is the president saying? But in reality, like God, you were looking at the statistics yeah. when only God yeah. has the uh, has the final statistic. He'll take your your bar graph that says you're about to die and shoot it through the roof where yeah. you have more than a life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's crazy about how how much fear can drive people to do crazy things. And I think I we, we, we really we really <laughs> saw that water. happen in the beginning of coronavirus. You know, the first first two three weeks. You know, stores are having to limit how much you can buy of toilet paper and how much you can buy of uh, water and all this other stuff, and how empty the shelves were on those main items. And it seemed like like everybody was just going into like that that I'm having to watch out for myself. And, yeah. and it was like a hibernation. People were becoming more aggressive <laughs> because of it. You know, uh, fear leads like to an anger. Yeah, that just shows and you it, how how like fearful like the world is. Well, you know? Yeah, and how fear can actually drive. How far it can actually drive people because, like, fear would lead to anger and anger leads to hate and hate would lead to it's a just like an opening a door to everything. exactly it just leads to another thing, another thing, another thing until you're gone too far. Yeah, yeah, and just being like godless, you know, I think a lot of people were just godless and still are. You know, you see killings and you know, riots, and I think it showed a lot too about the, um, the body of Christ, yeah, and, and many, where many believers where they stood. And um, like, you know, a bunch of them, either a lot of us we knew about, you know, were in prayer. I think a lot of us got back into a prayer life, you know, being back into making sure we're praying, which was good. But I, I feel like also there was a great, you know, um, drawing back of some people's lives. Like we don't see some of those people coming in, you know, and we do have a, a good standard of take, staying safely inside the church, um, but yet we don't see those people. And I think that we have to like honor pastors and leaders for that because exactly. like they they manage to keep us together yep. and keep us going and keep safe. us open. Yeah, and safe. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that way we're not out there acting a fool in front of everybody. Yeah. You know, and acting different recklessly there. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you guys have anything else to add or so I think we're gonna close up today on uh, this episode, um, hindering the faith. The topic is fear. So um just to encourage you guys and, um, you know, get into your word and get into prayer and um, continue to to not have that spirit of fear and just, you know, get in communication with the Lord. But um, y'all don't, is it? Close up. Word of prayer. If you guys need anything or need to get in contact with us, just don't be afraid to message us with prayer or anything. Yeah, and then we're also on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, and Instagram. We're just trying to reach as much people as, as 
God wants, because we know that some people could be dealing with these things, and it's not for us, it's for God's glory at the end of the day. Yeah, and if you guys could just, like I said, we're on all those platforms, if you could share and uh, subscribe, not for us, but, you know, somebody that might, you you feel like it might be for you or for somebody else, like like my brother said, we're just trying to... um, And this would be a form of spreading the gospel, so if you don't go out and physically talk to somebody, you know, hey, why not send this? as a message to yeah. that person that you do need to, that they need to be saved yeah. or um, and to encourage one another. So this is a, a form of preaching the gospel. That's why uh, we are able to use the internet and all these things that nowadays to use this to spread the word of God. You know, we might not go physically out with our Bibles to another foreign country, but we can send this and it can reach that other country. Amen. And they actually might know English and they can listen to the podcast. Amen. Yeah, and you know, like my brother says, just it's for God's glory. It's not for us. So, yeah. Um, just stay tuned, and we're going to, you know, this week and next week, we're going to um, pray about it and get another another topic going, and we'll keep you guys updated. But uh, my brother's going to close out with a word of prayer. If we could just bow our heads and close our eyes. Father God, we just come before you humbly, Father God, thanking you for another day. Another day with our families, another day with our brothers and sisters, Father God. And we just ask for forgiveness of anything we've done that's unpleasing to you, Father God. If there's any fear in us, Father God, just take that away from us. We just ask that that whatever comes our way, we put you first, Father God. That we go to prayer, Father God. We go to our work. That we go running to you, Father God. We just pray for our leaders, for our city, for our nation, Father God for our presidents, Father God, for our pastors, just leaders in these tough situations, Father God, that and that they'd also make the right decisions, Father God. And we just thank you for everything that you've done for us and continue to give us our health, Father God, and just to see another day, Father God. And we just we just pray that you that this word would get out to somebody and somebody in need, Father God, that it'll touch their hearts, Father God, and that they'd accept you and they'd run to you, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Amen.